Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, the fence was open and I look at Cozy. Hello, Renee. Hello, Caitlin. We're here at Wimbledon. We are. We're in beautiful Wimbledon. The weather's amazing. The weather's amazing. We had a sit-down on the roof of the media center at the All England Lawn Tennis Club with the incredible Kim Kleisters. The amazing... I just, I love her to death. Kim Kleisters, what a personality. Four-time Grand Slam champion. Actually, six, because she won two doubles Grand Slams as well. And you played against her in doubles. I did. Um, thankfully, I never lost to her, which I have never, ever let her live down. Of course. Why would you? You guys, our interview was so long, Kim was so generous, so we've decided to do something special, and we're going to chop it in two. Yeah, it's like a five-setter. Exactly. So the first half of this match, if you will, is going to include some incredible stories. Kim, an athlete... Mm. who uh, really would have been a great athlete in whatever sport she chose, whether it was winter sports, summer sports. What would she have done if she hadn't played tennis? And then we had uh, a moment where I cried. Did you cry or just me? No, because I'm also doing television over here and I tried to not get my makeup running down my face. And I also knew some of the story and I wanted everybody to know this story and also Kim a little better. And then lastly, my favorite part is she's basically running a farm in her house in Mm. Belgium. And Svetlana Kuznetsova let her pigs out. Do you really want to say that? I mean, that's what happened. Mm. You'll have to tune in for more. Mm. So here is Schwein. Part one of our Kim Kleister's interview. Stay tuned. Uh, All right. Almost five and one and a half. Ten, five and one and a half. My husband is in the States with the three. (laughs) And I'm like, I send him pictures. I'm like reading my book. You sent him a picture of you yeah. reading your book. Reading my book. I'm like, this is the life. I'm sorry, honey. No, not even. I'm not even sorry. No? No. Because he's honey. 10 months out of the year. He's with his basketball, and I'm like driving and doing everything for the kids. And then I'm like, okay. He's like, enjoy, babe. I'm like, thank you. What do you say? Being outnumbered. How is that? Because going from two to three, I've heard is well, like. Well, Jada's 10, so she's. So like, she's like an adult. She, yeah, she, she can do a lot by herself. Yeah. But it was hard, you know, still the little one takes naps and the other ones have to kind of... And your middle one is going to be in elementary school? So kindergarten? Yeah. And is that a thing? I'm asking, I'm, you're, you're talking to someone who's going through New York City public preschool? Yeah, it's a lot different than where I live. And you're in I'm Jersey, in a very right? small... No, in Belgium. She's Kim oh, you're Christ, back in Belgium. In Belgium. Town. You're back in Belgium. Basically getting whatever she wants. And no, you, no, not, no, no. Oh, we, really? No, we just do the normal... Ride the bike to school, da-da-da. Yeah. Small school, small community. That's great. Yeah. I love it. Because you guys were in Jersey for a while, right? 
when I was still playing, and Jada didn't have to g go to school yet, we were. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. Yeah. So we got based, and indeed. Brian started working for basketball, and he coaches the first division basketball team, and yeah. busy with that, and great. I'm happy I get to go to the tennis tournaments yeah. <laughs> once in a while. And now she gets to come to Wimbledon and play with me and hold me up. Yay! Well, I know. Isn't that fun? So let me, let's dive in right there. Legends, prep, doubles. What uh, kind of, have you talked tactics? Who's playing what side? Every day. Every day. Yeah. You're already mind melding? We talk every day. <laughs> oh, tactics? Oh, no. <laughs> we don't talk at all until uh, we see each other at every occasion. All we do is talk. Yes. We don't ever talk about tennis. And we tease each other. Of course. Well, constantly. Me, so. Usually Kim <laughs> teases me about how bad my ground strokes are. <laughs> That's not at all. I don't tease about that kind of stuff because yeah. she can't do anything about it. <laughs> Ooh, ouch. It's too late. No. It is what it it's is. She told me she told me last week that she was really working on her forehead. Oh, no, no, what no, actually what happened was that I was in Barcelona yes. and I was hitting tennis balls because I stayed and went and visited Conchita Martinez. Sure. So Conchi is playing in the Legends and she's playing with Barbara Shett mm -hmm. and uh, excuse me she's playing with yes Barbara, Barbara Shett, Shett and I'm playing with Kim and so Conchi and I sent pictures to Kim and to Bubsy our partners oh, they made a group chat yes <laughs> that we were practicing and we wanted them we want to make sure that they were Our practicing and were you practicing I wasn't no <laughs> but she practices all the time but Kim was told by Conchita <laughs> that Conchita was trying to work on my forehand and she said that's a lost but it didn't work. <laughs> didn't work but I told Bubsy that I'd worked on Conchie's volleys and they were outstanding I saw Conchie's volleys in uh, the French Open Legends she looked pretty good well they're better now because I worked on them with her and do I need to work on you? Yeah, I don't need to work on yours. You always had great volleys. I was just allergic to the net. I didn't like running <laughs> forward. <laughs> yeah, but why was side. that? Because you had such good volleys. I know. I just felt more comfortable with my ground strokes to hit winners and try to finish off a point like that or with a dry volley or something. Yeah. So I want to know, okay, so let's go back. Like, I want to know, like, okay, so prior to having your kids, because I, 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 we talked about this on the phone. And I found it so interesting about Serena and how you think that she would react to after having a child mm -hmm. and how different it makes you. Um, what difference did it make for you? I, I didn't think I was going to come back after I had Jada. Yeah. I, I was done with tennis. I had enough of the lifestyle and the injuries. and yeah. just I was excited to start a normal kind of routine life. And, and, you know, we got married and my father got sick, so that was a tough year, but I had Jada as well. And, and then... Um, I think a month after my dad got sick, I got invited to play here at Wimbledon to yeah. play um, with Steffi and Tim. Yep, I played with Tim Henman against Steffi Graf and Andre Agassi. So I got this letter, like an official cool. invitation in in the mailbox. Like and thick paper, yep, beautiful, beautiful gold, the stamp, you know, lost, like yeah, sure. all nice. And um, and you had no idea this was coming. No, and I felt very like obviously very honored. Sure. Um, so I was like, tennis to me has always been. I call tennis at times also my psychologist. You mm -hmm. know, it's it's been, yeah, a help. When my mom was sick, when I was 12 years old, when my dad was sick, like, I've always enjoyed playing tennis because I was able to get my mind off whatever bad stuff or negative things that were going on, you know, in my life outside of tennis. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so I started hitting and started playing and for Wimbledon. And then I was like, hmm. Maybe I'm too young because I was only 24, or 25 at the time. Maybe I'm too young to just play exhibitions still. And, and the <laughs> hunger and the passion you grew stronger it. and stronger. Yeah. And I kept it quiet and I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to share it with anybody because, you know, a week, uh, a year before or a year and a half before I had this big farewell in Belgium and, you know, there was 
30,000 people, you know, in the in the arena. And that's all? That's all they could get? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was I crazy. I mean, that's practically all of Belgium. It's yeah. not a huge place. <laughs> well, yeah, that, yeah. But so I, I was like, yeah, maybe I feel different. And if, you know, in, in a week's time or so, but it, it just grew stronger and stronger. And then I told my fitness coach and, and went from there. And um, in the beginning, I felt really guilty, really guilty towards Jada. Um, I felt guilty that I was leaving her to practice, to do things that I enjoyed doing, you know, where because she started to kind of notice that, you know, when mommy was leaving, yeah. she would cry, she would stand at, the, we have this glass back door, and she would stand Did at the back though, door. Did you say, though, but honey, uh, you know, if you want the car later on, mommy is going to go back to work? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> um, Who was Jada home with Brian? Uh, no, because he was coaching, so we had the nanny who traveled um, who traveled with me for a while. She uh, she was helping out a lot at the time as well. It was you know then it was a few hours a day. Yeah. Not nothing. But still saying goodbye. Yeah, it was hard. Yeah. I felt bad. Um, and how old was Jada? Couple months. She was ten months. Yeah. So yeah, in the states, most people will have gone back to work. Mm -hmm. Most mothers after. Yeah. But I didn't have any work. Six <laughs> so so. But how did like uh, the perception of you playing because. Knowing you fairly well, some of the things that sort of stopped you from winning slams or more slams or was that, you know, there were times where you got a little bit nervous in mm. certain moments and either overplayed or overthought. Yeah. Did I it change got, your mentality a little bit? I got really nervous. Yeah, I think, I mean, there's, it's not just having, having Jada, but also I think going through that year with my father, you know, yeah. seeing him pass away. Like there's a lot of things in life that make you become, I guess, more mature and, and able to deal with moments like that you know on court where you're dealing with pressure and nerves and you're able to to keep your focus on tennis whereas in the past when I was younger I didn't know how to you know when my arm all of a sudden weighed 50 get kilos nervous. yeah like I didn't know how to control it and how to get back to you know where I was you know a couple of games before that and um, how did you do that differently then um when I was feeling upset uh you know, when, when my dad was sick and those kind of situations, like I started doing a lot of yoga, Bikram yoga, um, breathing exercises. And I think in my, in my second career, like I call it, I enjoyed that. Like I felt like I was able to go back to me mm -hmm. when I felt like my brain was wandering off and, and um, on court. I felt like if I turned back to the, to the back of the court and I did my four, four counts in, six out, like that really... <laughs> Help me to get back. Oh, so that's what you were doing back there all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but you were centering. You were meditating. Yeah, I way. felt like yeah. I was able to to get back my mind back to where it had to be. Yeah, you know, and exactly. not like go off like oh my god, like the score and then yeah. you know those kind of things. Actually, maybe I can ask you about commentating. Okay, yeah, sure. How was it? It was good. Or is it new? Is it? It's new. Yeah. I never thought I would commentate. Yeah. What? Well, how was the transition? Because like? I felt like I think as a player, you hear people commentate about commentate and say things about you and you feel like they're so off <laughs> I was like I, I would never do that because you you, yeah. you you don't know what's going on but I feel like when I talk now I try to put myself in the players situation and mm -hmm. I think I'm capable of doing that more than I think you know somebody who hasn't been in that situation yeah. so I try to to do it and I don't talk you know about how I would do this or I would do, yeah. do it that way but yeah. um, 
just like to share experiences that I had and obviously now in the situation you know with Serena and, and Victoria Zarenka being you know a mother yep. coming back Vera Zvonareva who qualified here you yes. know she has a has a daughter they ask me a lot of things about the other mothers like right. I'm the expert are you yeah no, are you, I'm not. do you like being an expert <laughs> no I'm one? not the expert it's yeah. just I had to figure it out too I had to figure yeah. out what balance worked for me and yeah. and it was a constant juggle from looking you know, at hotel rooms. I didn't have the whole... I guess Serena has a lot of people around her. Who you didn't have 10 people? No. <laughs> no. But, yeah. you know, I did, you know, a lot of stuff myself, and, and which I enjoyed. Like, yeah. I enjoyed, you know, I cooked and, and yeah. in the hotel rooms for Jada. Well, I think what's interesting for me, well, before you're a parent, you're like, oh, I'm going to learn how to do it. And then you realize everyone's just making it up as they go along. Yeah. Everyone's just figuring it yeah. out. I mean, at least when I was pregnant. Yeah. And after I just had Jada... Um, Everybody comes with advice, and they mean well, and oh you know. And uh, they, at first, they talk about birth and yeah. what you gotta do, and yeah. what you know, what you don't have to do, and this and, and that. And then get them sleeping, and get them yeah, and this everything, and, and, and eat that. Breastfeeding this or no, or, oh, and and you're like, it's so much. And people send you books, and yeah. and I had, I got, you know, pregnancy did you read books. Any of them? No, I did. I started. You feel like you, ha- you're, there's so much to catch up on, and so much to learn that you almost feel pressured into doing that stuff. Whereas then, I, one time I went over. My grandparents live next door. They're still alive. My, my grandfather's 91. My grandmother's uh, 90. I was talking to her. I'm like, Grandma, I don't know how, you know, how I'm going to do this. She's like, Kim, stop. Like, I had six children. There was no books in, you know, when I was pregnant. And you just, you'll feel yeah. what's right. And, 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 I was, and then I thought to myself, yes, I've always played tennis with my feelings. Never one who followed statistics too much. Or I'm going to just follow how I feel. And, and. I mean, there were things that I knew. I knew I was going to breastfeed. I knew, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. just like on the court, you knew, yeah. you know, you would try yeah. to how to return up the line really as opposed yeah. to the crossword. Yeah. But you play with your emotions. Yeah. I remember somebody said to my wife who carried our child, um, people have been giving birth in caves for millennia. Exactly. You'll figure it out. I mean, for, even for me, it got really confu- confusing because, you know, they say you can't eat this, can't do this when you're pregnant and do this and everybody... Like, all of a sudden treats you like you're made of glass. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> you know? I'm a professional athlete. Like, I couldn't even carry, like, a, a bag. I was like, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Don't worry about it. Yeah. And then by the third, does anybody even ask anyone? No, They're no. Like, ah. The third is like, yeah, she's got it all Let's figured out. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have it more figured out. You're just able to let go of it easier. Yeah. No, I've heard that. Second yeah. kids, you're like, ah, the kid's still alive. It's so With the first one. Like, yeah. now when I'm here at the tennis, like, you know, people's like, oh, can I see pictures of, of, of your third kid? Do you even have pictures? Like, and I'm like, geez, and I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm like, where is he? And then I get to, like, when Jada was little, and it's like, well, like one every yeah. day, you know? Like, do you want a picture of my first kid? Yeah. I've basically forgotten about yeah. the right. yeah. You I'm and I track. talked in the locker room about coincidences and the one in particular, I believe, at the US Open about that you knew your dad was in the presence mm. of you. I, th- I believe it was the first one you won after having Jada. Yes, I, I, I we talked about it with my dad um, when he was sick and he knew he wasn't going to be able to get better and um, and we had talked about like how you know he asked like how am I going to be able to leave signs like when I'm not around and and, and he actually said that to he you. did That's yeah a cool thought. yeah yeah and um, and we kind of joked and thought and about it and um, him and I always had this thing when I even when I was little my dad was a, f- a soccer player football player and um, a and very good a soccer very player. famous one yeah he didn't know a lot about tennis but he was always he he taught me little things to pick up on little things here and there and um and there was always a moment like if we got in the car and, and let's say we turned on the car and it was 11 past 11 he would be like you're gonna be number one one day like little things like that 
like um, I could whatever it is you know turning something on or the time like or there was a one or so I had a, a moment uh, when I was driving to the US Open um, after my dad had passed away uh, I think eight eight months prior uh, to winning the US Open I'm driving and it was obviously a big moment um, it was uh, before my final and um, and I'm driving to the stadium and obviously it's it's hectic you're in you know we were in this van where there's a lot of people in it and it's kind of not quiet when everybody it's different they're trying to make you feel relaxed but at the same time they would try to give you your space and so I'm sitting there kind of within myself in my cocoon I think and and I see like we're getting closer to to the, to the stadium and I'm looking at the stadium and I think what well, like here we go. This is it. Here we go. And I start to feel the nerves. And all of a sudden, like, I'm sitting right next to the speaker, but the music wasn't on loud. And I hear a song, and it was, my dad was a huge Barry White fan. And we played the song on the future, like, on his, his uh, he got, yeah, he made it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and the song that we played, there was three songs that we played, and one of the songs was from Barry White, and that song started playing right there. Wow. With oh my me. God, so I just I got did, goosebumps. Yeah, no, I yeah. did too. And I, like, actually, like, I didn't cry hard, but I, I was like, okay, like... He's here. Yeah, it was a nice feeling. and um, Like, you'll be okay. Yeah. Like it was he nice was there I didn't link it to, like... Yeah. yeah, I didn't link it to, I'm going to win, but I it was like, he's with me, you know? And, and it, it made me feel like... Because I always called him before... Yeah, sorry, I'm going to... I always <laughs> called him before, like, literally three minutes or four minutes before... I just want to reference it. Both Caitlin and Kim were pretty much crying. <laughs> I'm holding it together for everyone. No, but my eyes are just sweating. But That's three or four thing. minutes before I would walk out on court, I would call him. And it was like a, a 10, 15-second, like... I love you. Talk, I love you. You know, like, just, you know, have fun. Like, like a little thing like that. And, and I hadn't had that. That was the first time that I was playing without having that. And it just... Yeah, and I felt like right. It felt so right, and I didn't tell anybody yet, you know, like until afterwards. Like, yeah, because I didn't want to make a big deal and actually lose my yeah, my, yeah, my focus. Well, it was just for you. It was, just, it was you. just a moment for me. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I want you to talk about the night and the match against Serena yeah. when you got the default. Um, and just everything just everything about that moment and after and what you said to her and what she said to you and, and how you felt afterwards. 
just every because I mean it's a pretty crazy moment in it tennis history. It was crazy. Um, I mean, I was very confused. I, you know, I felt like I was playing great tennis, and I felt like I was focused. And and one of the things that actually happened I didn't know about was she already got a, a warning. warning after the losing the first set, I think. Mm -hmm. so, but I didn't pick up on that. I guess it's so loud when you're in the stadium, and and so and you. you're also in your. And own, you try not to focus on the place. other side. Like I, I always felt like I. Yeah, Why I was looked like that. I, I didn't want to vividly. get distracted from people, from noise, from whatever. So I didn't pick up on that. And then obviously when, when the situation happened with the foot fault, I also <laughs> tried to not focus what was going on on the other side of the court. So I turned back and I was with my back to the... To, to the Serena. net and to Serena. With your strings classic. Yeah, probably, or just trying yeah. to stay in my in my focus and because I you know I went to match point I think yes. uh, and uh, and so I told myself look just don't get distracted because I felt like in the past like I, I I could get distracted pretty easily um, when when especially also when I was younger if my opponents would you know if I was up 5-2 or something and my, my opponent decided to go take a toilet break I got it, annoyed yeah it was like a two three minute like where I had to get my my Shit, shit together. Yeah, um, that's the good news. Yeah, the curse on the Okay, good. <laughs> Where I had to get it together because I felt like I could lose eight points in a row. I started thinking. I was like, I started to get worried. What if I I don't have my rhythm anymore? You know, like negative, and I didn't want to do that. So I just start, really I learned how to stay in my my focus and and uh, through the little you know breathing exercises mm -hmm. and 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 that's what I did. And then all of a sudden, like I turn around because I thought, okay, you know, it's probably gone over. Like, and I'm going to the line to, to the line to, to be ready to return and I still see that it's still going on all of a sudden I see Serena walk over to me and I walk up to her and she tells yeah, what me do you like, what do you think she's gonna say to you I'm like hey no, but first I thought that she was so like pissed that she didn't want to deal with it like she was off like she was going to walk off court and and I was like huh like what's going on and she's like yeah I got disqualified I'm like no and you didn't even realize no, I mean, it was so surreal, the whole situation. Also because I didn't see what happened. I didn't hear what happened. I, mm -hmm. So she kind of told me that she got disqualified. And then I I walked to my chair and, and, yeah, just confused, you know. It's just very confusing. And then obviously when you walk off court, you try to hear from people what happened. And, and I'm sure and everyone had a lot of thoughts about Yeah, everybody. Yeah, I mean, everybody. And then I had to go into press. I tried to do press pretty quickly. And yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, everybody wanted to know my situation and, and what I heard. And, and, and it I'm sounded like, like you didn't hear anything. No, so I mean, like, I'm on the other side of the court. Sure. It's loud. People are booing, you know, what Serena was doing, what the linesman did, you know, yeah, both. Like, uh, there was different reactions. And, yeah, so... <laughs> I well, really let me ask you a question, just because, uh, you know, for me, I would have felt maybe a little sad that I didn't get to have the completion of the match did yeah that, did that happen, did that occur to you at yeah all? yeah I mean I've I think also like through my parents I've learned to not like wonder about the ifs you know sure. like like <laughs> you can always keep uh, what if this or what if that and, yeah, and yeah. like it's that was the situation that I was in and I tried to yeah just deal with it as good as I could right. and and I also didn't want to get distracted because then I had to play you know my next round my final yeah, and I didn't want <laughs> to get or to lose my rhythm yeah. because of what happened. Yeah. 
Well, it's interesting because that story is so famous, especially to us in yeah, America. Yeah. And the fact that it didn't really involve you that much at all, even though you were there and I felt like it didn't involve me. I mean, I had, I had nothing to do with the situation. Yeah. Just, but but I was playing against yeah. Serena. So, um, yeah. And you also strike me as you guys are actually decently friendly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, I I don't think I know her well. Yeah. Um, I mean, probably one of the longer conversations I had with her was was actually when I retired. Really? She actually came over and like gave me a hug, and I felt like it was sincere. And yeah. and and um, so I mean, I was it was nice. I I think I got to see a Serena that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. How do you now relate to some of the other players now that you're making this? You know, you're now in the career of journalist. Yeah, I mean, I what I like when I talk to journalists, who I liked. Yeah. who I enjoyed talking to, is yeah. they made me think. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the same question over and over again. They actually gave me something where I was like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Something I could do something with as well, you right. know, to try to figure figure something out. And and um, so, I mean, because we get, I mean, even now, like, you get the same question over and over again. And, and I get it, you know, yeah. but then once in a while there's this journalist where you know, yeah, they they're, they can go further, they're deeper. And, and, yeah. and those are the ones. And I think... Even now, like when I talk to a player, like I actually want to talk. I don't want to ask them the, the normal questions. Like I, I would like to know, I don't know, how they think, how they, you know, to go deeper yeah. than, the, than the surfaced information that we see on court. Well, it's amazing when you talk to somebody and you get the sense that they're actually really listening to you mm. because you feel seen and heard and then all of a sudden, you know, you actually want to engage. Okay, so I have two sort of related questions. How many ink, how many pieces of ink do you have? Oh, Tattoos. There we go. I see one. I see one. This is the B from Brian. On okay, my, two. Yeah. I've and got that's seven. It. That's it? Two? Yeah. So Jada's very proud that she's the only kid on my (laughs) tattoo. So child two and three. Three. That's a little sad for your other kids. I tell, I said, Jada, I said, maybe mommy should get rid of your name if, you know, you're going to... Or you can just stack them up, you know? Yeah, I know. When I first got these, I was like, I want more, and I have have a drawing of... of, um, Because my father's name was Leo, and when he played football, you know, he was like a lion, like he was a defender, and Mm -hmm. so I have like a, a lion's head laying around and, and he always used to buy me uh, roses when I yeah so I had so you've yeah, got just, ideas is I have ideas yeah. and but I don't know I'm out I feel like I'm done with it I no don't know way. for some reason I, but I'm worried yeah. that if I do one again I've had moments with friends I'm like spontaneous yeah crazy <laughs> whatever you want to call it <laughs> I do yeah out of things like when I get it I'm like okay let's do this like I'm that all right when you come to New York I'm gonna take it in my tattoo studio <laughs> once I started getting them I couldn't stop yeah I know I so had fun. that She's but very it, that aggressive feeling went ink. away yeah um but like my friends and I went to Australia last year and we were like let's find a tattoo shop and get something you know because we had such a good time and we got like really close and we were able to talk like we are like about you know issues like with my dad and and like you know them and their life stuff that they were struggling with. We felt like we were really like connecting on a different level than being in Belgium, and and um, so we were like, we need to find something to remind us, and we wanted to get a tattoo. And I actually looked up at that tattoo shop, and they were all closed. So we the ones we can do on 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 Google or wherever okay. I looked. Kim Kleisters, U.S. Open 2018. <laughs> I've got two tattoo shops. You can pick one. I'm not right. saying we're not getting matching tattoos, but you've got lots of options. Okay, here's my second Maybe question. Maybe I'll get one with you. Maybe we'll do it together. You don't have I've any. I've got one. Yes, I oh, do. do. On my toe. Totally okay, so. the second thing I want to tell you, and this is, my wife is not a tennis fan, but she's a sporting fan. You are her 
favorite tennis player. True story. <laughs> because she told me, and then when I met Renee, she told me the same thing. Kim Clijsters is the most athletic tennis player who's ever played the game. Now, <laughs> here's my question. That's true. Which Can is, I do this list? There's no question. There's no question that Kim, I would say... Look at you, you're looking back like, go on, say, tell me. No, I'm curious. There's no question that Kim is the top three athletes I've ever seen play tennis. Okay, so here's my w- question. Women tennis players. It's Thank you. the Winter Olympics. What sport do you want to go medal in? <laughs> Speed skating. Speed I'm skating. Say. Speed skating. Yep. Yeah. It's close enough to Holland. I mean, that you know, du- the Dutch win every bloody and speed skating. What happened to Belgium? Why are Belgium not good at speed skating in Why Dutch? Why don't we talk about football? Well, you can't go about that. But that's not a... We that's talk a, about football. No, it's, it's a winter sport. The thing is, I started skiing when I retired. And Isn't I, skiing the best? It is. I'm, I love it. But I'm so scared. Really? That's the crazy thing. I'm not scared of a lot of things. But for some reason, on skis, I've just, I'm scared. Is it mortality? Or is it more just like you're literally scared of injuring yourself? I have to go do a little bit no, I, I'm, I'm scared because I think... Yeah, I don't have control of what I'm doing yet. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So, <laughs> are you bad at skiing? I mean, the, yes. Be real, I guess. I bet, yes. I bet you're not bad at skiing, actually. But the thing is, I wanted, I want to do it well, and I look at YouTube videos, and uh-huh. I try to. Do you? Yeah, and and then I, um, I took like three or four skiing lessons, and I went up the mountain, and yeah, just f- really cramped. I feel really cramped on skis, and my feet hurt, my shins mm-hmm. hurt. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, no, like I don't, I, there's no enjoyment on skis. I love being in the mountains. I love taking the ski lift up and, yeah. and you know. You like the attendant stuff. Yep. The upright ski, the fireplace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the upright ski. I only did upright ski for the first time <laughs> uh, this winter. Um, <laughs> That's the best part. Yeah. Where did you do it? I don't like to feel like Scared. tired in the morning. No. After you have like oh. a hangover like that part, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, it's not worth it. No, no. But skiing, skiing is, I, my, I'm from Montreal, so it's my favorite okay. sport by a lot. So I'm really impressed when people become skiers. Because yeah. a lot of tennis players don't ski because yeah. they will injure them. It was like in my contracts too that I was. Oh, doing you were not a skier. So how did you start and why? When I stopped playing, so I, I, I was like, I wanted, I wanted to ski. And yeah. then my husband and I went to Switzerland, Davos, yeah. uh, the first time and, and literally rented skis I'd never taken a lesson he's yeah. like I got this you know I, I skied when I was 12 I'm like okay <laughs> I trusted him yeah blindly yeah and I was like okay you know I see these little kids three four years old going up the ski lift in front of me I'm totally. like if they can do it I mean how hard can it be and then I see the you know I'm on top of the mountain trying to go down and these kids without even thinking go whoop yeah and I was like I can't do it yeah <laughs> I can't do it I think if you get once you get the fear in your head it's actually yeah. quite hard it's harder to learn as an adult because when I was a kid it was just you're this far off the ground mm, with a yeah. giant helmet but I felt better at the end of that trip I felt better but then there's another year that goes by before yeah. you ski again and we have a, a actually an indoor ski slope where I um in Belgium, where really? we live yeah 15 minutes from our house so our kids, like Jade and Jack, our, our first two kids, they, they've taken ski lessons. And it made me so proud. When Jada skied down yeah. by herself, I'm like sitting at the window like, oh my God, I feel so <laughs> proud of you know, that she's able to do this. Just because I don't, I, yeah, I, I can't do it. I was very proud when my son skied for the first time. We, he was two yeah. years old. Oh, yeah. And, you know, again, he didn't have any fear. Yeah. And he just, 
you know, pizza yeah. skis and just, yeah. but I felt so proud, like he was, you doing know, it. Yes. he was doing yeah. it, and he was leaning forward, yeah. to skiing you really have to That's commit. my, it, that's where I'm scared. You lean back. I'm, I, and I cramp, like mm. I'm so tight on my legs, and yeah. I mean, it's a good workout, you know, <laughs> for, for your my legs, legs. <laughs> but I feel like come lunchtime, I'm like, okay, I'm like, really, like, there's too much acid in my legs, I need to, I don't know, go to the spa or Maybe. the jacuzzi. <laughs> or the ice bath, <laughs> yeah. or, you know, combine. Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> okay, so are you going to get back on the slopes, or it sounds like... No, I... This is a, every year, like when we come back, I think, Kim, don't do it anymore because, yeah, there's no, I don't enjoy it. But then, you know, there's always friends who, you know, in Belgium yeah. we're close to a lot of like great skiing areas and they're like, oh, you want to come for a skiing trip? And, yeah. I, and they convince me and then I go and then. And then you don't like it. Okay, so uh, you can be. I like moments, but. You can be a speed skater. Maybe bobsleigh. Oh my God, that would be so fun. Let me, I will do bobsleigh. You would not have fear of that? No. You don't have fear? No, I don't think so. Of the speed. I've never done it. Oh, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did it on, like, the concrete where you, like, are on roller skates. Yeah. It's fucking scary. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Jesus. Yeah. But I think that, I don't know. That well, that's why I asked you about I the I want to be the, the one who, what's the name? The one at the back who pushes the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the cart. Yeah. They get the sprinters. Yeah, the that. sprinters. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I guess it's the, the, the engine. You'd be the engine. I feel like I asked you about winter sports because I feel like it would take you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Because, like, you know. Yeah. You can no, play true. Yeah. Play soccer. What else are you teaching your kids? Play. Um, Jada plays basketball. My husband sure. uh, was a basketball player. He's now a coach. He's a very good one. Yeah, yeah. And the, um, and does she like it? She loves basketball. She likes it. She thinks tennis is the most boring sport in the world. <laughs> yeah. She she asked me, "Mommy, how long did you play?" I'm like, ah, you know, I was five, six years old when I started." Yeah. And I, she's like, "Oh my god, mommy, it's like the most boring sport in the world. I don't know how long you why you know how you could do it for that long." Yeah. That was funny, like because I have an academy in Belgium and yes. she was you know with a coach and she had a couple of like lessons with like a girlfriend of hers that she you know is in school with and she wouldn't even she wasn't even listening to the coach like she had like she was holding the racket was like leaning on her shoulder looking at like birds that were like in the trees and while the coach is explaining like the next thing that they had to she do literally couldn't and i'm sitting on the side i'm like jada please like pay attention to the coach <laughs> at least do that yeah and she didn't care she was sighing and I'm like okay and then you know the next day she had her basketball practice and she's diving to the yeah. ball like comes off like sweating red cheeks I'm like okay obviously you know yeah. it's, uh, That's what she it's no point do. in yeah. like pushing or well is your husband pumped or is it the kind of thing where he no he's pumped yeah, he, yeah. No, does, he te- does he like okay here's a chest yeah pass, I mean he's the... away a lot like yeah. with his job but we try to go to you know most of his games and and you know, we invite you know a lot of the players over and uh, and yeah, Jada loves it. She loves like yeah. That's cool. Yeah, That's really they're cool. in the states right now. Is and she tall? She's doing yeah, she is. So she'll yeah yeah. I mean, not that you can't be tall, but no no she. yeah, she is yeah. And Jack, <laughs> Jack is four. He turns five at the end of September. He is uh, I don't know. He's the type of kid I have to keep away from the iPad. He, mm-hmm. he gets very hooked on yeah that stuff and and he's very good at imitations Uh yes like he he'll say things and you know i mean my husband speaks you know with an american accent Mm -hmm. but for some reason our son speaks with an english like great british like a british accent because he listens to peppa pig Pig. oh my god that's so funny and he's like daddy can i have your phone like this (laughs) i'm like oh like so yeah we have like with him jada is an outside kid she likes to go you know we have a lot of animals at home and um actually a very funny story we have pigs you have pigs we have pigs i got from my coach um for our 30th for my 30th birthday i got two pigs as a present as a present <laughs> he drove his van up to my backyard 
opened the sliding door and out like, like you know like two pigs like walk out and and it went, as a little girl I wanted to have pigs like he remembered and yeah. when I turned 30 he was like oh that's actually really nice yeah it was you a still very want nice. the pigs at I was excited to see them but I was like oh my god like my garden's <laughs> not ready for pigs <laughs> so you know we had to kind of add like put some fences in and, and, a, and a little shed for them but so you have pigs I have pigs and uh, three of them what are their names uh, Spekske, which means uh, bacon in Dutch. Okay. <laughs> um, we don't eat them. I hope, I hope uh, they don't speak Dutch. Yeah, but we don't eat them. Okay. Um, so, but uh, Kuznetsova was actually over. Um, Sveta just hangs Sveta, out at your house? She had, she was seeing a doctor for her wrist surgery in Belgium and um, was, yeah, came over to, to the academy because the guy that I worked with for my rehab for my wrist is a part of my academy. And, oh, that's and great. So she she came over to see him, reached out, and you know I still had to go to the house, but my husband was playing a game that night, and she was leaving the next day, and you know she loves basketball, and so I was like, yeah, come with me, you know, and so she we, I took her with us to to the game. It's about an hour and a half drive, <laughs> like the game is like in the in the second quarter, and I get a phone call, and it's like, Kim, like someone you really, I think. One of your pigs is out on the street. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, how is that possible? He goes, yeah, the fence was open. And I look at Kuzi. She <laughs> left the fence open? I think she left the, like, the gate. Oh, like no. She closed it, but it wasn't locked. <laughs> so I couldn't get back in time, obviously, to, you know. Also, whatever, pigs to, are smart. They're very smart and very clean. Very clean. You would think pig is like a dirty animal. I wouldn't think that. They're, yeah. they're not. I mean, they stink, you sure. know, but they... <laughs> Go to the bathroom in the same corner. They keep their like their shit very clean. Um, huh. Yeah. So, but they're very nice. And so, did one of your neighbors have to capture the pig? Like, do they are well, they big? Yeah, yeah. Like, that the one that escaped is a very big like, pig. Um, it's a hairy pig as well. <laughs> it's called a kuni kuni pig, which is like a New Zealand kind of breed. Um, so you have bacon. You have a bacon. hairy pig. What's the hairy pig's name? That's bacon. That's bacon. Yeah. And then we have um, Luna. Jada, Jada names all our animals. Okay. It's, we have random names. Um, <laughs> Luna and the third one. I don't know what she calls it, actually. How many animals do you have? We have... Uh, do you live on a farm? I don't live on a farm, but it kind of <laughs> looks like a petting zoo in our backyard. <laughs> That's amazing. We have... S- now, I mean, we had four ducks, but we had just a couple of days before I came over here... Um, six little ducklings came on so we have them amazing yeah great and then we have four chickens um (laughs) and a dog and that's it now we have one dog at at one point we had five dogs which was a little bit too much because it was like a factory in the morning trying to feed everybody oh my god yeah wow and you have like a house that's a normal size house with a giant yard i have a big yard i live in a normal street you know with houses next to me and on both sides but I have a big backyard because it was like a a, a piece of land from farmers but in our area they started putting these um like communities mm-hmm. like you like know, a plan yeah development. and I yeah. kind of didn't feel like having them facing my backyard like right against it so this is I think when I was 18 so a long time ago and my dad tried to talk with some of the people who owned that piece yeah. and we ended up buying it so that's why I have a bigger piece of property in my backyard um that's smart yeah. But let me just count. Three kids, three pigs, one dog, seven ducks? I mean, now it's like four, six, no, 12 ducks or so. I mean, whatever. do you have, like, people helping you take care of all these animals? No, you should see me in the morning. It's like <laughs> I wake up and 
you know, in between feeding, you know, the the kids and getting breakfast ready for them and like <laughs> ready for school, I run off and you know whatever. If it's raining, put on my raincoat and oh try God. to feed the pigs. Did you and Did you think having growing up you would have a farm? I I've always loved animals. Well, like my clearly. grandparents had you know a lot of ducks and uh, a lot of rabbits and and ducks too, but. Rabbits. I always had rabbits, and, and yeah, I know. I've yeah. heard rabbits are very mean. I've heard they're mean. Yeah, and they, they can like, eh, like whatever. Yeah, I've heard they can like, attack. Yeah. attack each other. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that happen, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I'm sure always your kids love it. it. They love it. They love having all these yeah, animals. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Okay, so again, that was part one of our Kim Kleisters interview. Part Remember, mm. part mm. Remember, it was so long and so good that we've got part two coming up very soon so stay tuned and that's it for this episode of the racket magazine podcast thanks for listening our host is renee stubbs our co-host and producer is me caitlin thompson music by internationally renowned dj stretch armstrong thanks to tim Jerry, taylor dalton and the team at acast
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.